You're listening to Reality by Rhea. In this episode, I have invited over someone who is all set to publish his debut novel, Web of Lies. So, uh, at the end of this podcast, I'll be giving you a brief description of where you can find this book. And also, beneath the podcast description, I'll be suggesting you a link from which you can buy the book. So, without further ado, let's welcome Mr. Siddhant Shekhar. Hello, sir. How are Thank you? you so much for having me. Thank you so much for having me. So, sir, as we begin the session, my very first question would be, what inspired you to write this novel? So, um, I have always been writing, you know, in some way or the other, ever since I think I was in school. But this particular story happened, you know, so I went to college to DU. And, you know, you put uh, 500 kids in like one single building and eventually something or the other blows up. So, during my time, while I was in my undergrad, you know, there were quite a few things that were happening around me and I realized, you know, how differently our generation approaches relationships from, you know, something like what our parents would have done or, you know, maybe the generations before that. So, this was sort of, you know, my attempt to unravel and explore the way modern relationships have changed in the times of social media, in the times of mobile phones, in the times of internet where you know everything that you want to know about someone is always one click away so it was sort of my attempt at exploring how have relationships changed and also how have they remained the same over the years you know i mean the basic emotions that go along with heartbreak of falling in love or having a crush on someone they have remained the same you know for the last thousands of years but the mechanics of it have changed and that sort of you know that was the idea that sparked off the book and you know uh here we are now So, sir, it is often said that when you write a novel, be it uh, a fiction, so what happens is uh, we are like talking about a writer's uh, consigned. So is it so that the book is somehow related to you? I think this is just a theory of mine. Uh, Feel free to reject it. But I think almost every author's first work is autobiographical. I mean, you know, you start with... Chetan Bhagat, you start with Dr. Datta, or you start with people like, you know, let's say Oscar Wilde. So I think in some ways, or, you know, even the greats like Ernest Hemingway. So every time, you know, they have sort of gone out and most of the times, at least what I have seen is first books are in a lot of ways autobiographical. Because people, when they start off writing, they are always, you know, drawing upon their own life experiences and things that they have seen or things that they have thought about. And over time, you know, I think that's where the great writers are separated from the good in terms of, you know, what are you writing about by the time you have ex- exhausted your own life experiences to talk about? So three or, you know, maybe four months down the, four books down the line. What are you talking about then? And what are the kind of stories that you're trying to tell at that point? And I think that's where, you know, a lot of the skill and the imagination and the creativity of a writer comes in. But yeah, I'm not really, you know, I'm not even an exception to this rule. Uh, whenever I have... Uh, when I was working on my book and when I was, uh, you know, thinking about this. So in a lot of ways, uh, I also drew upon my own experiences, the people that I saw around me, the kind of, uh, you know, conversations that were happening in my social circle. But then, you know, sort of taking inspiration from something and embellishing on top of it, that's where your work as a writer takes it. 
right is a work. So end of the day, you could have a million plot ideas. You could have a thousand premises in your head. But until you sit down in front of your lump computer or your typewriter or whatever and sit down and write, you're not going to be a writer. And I think that is where the challenge comes in. Because once you are a full-time writer, you are your own boss. You are sort of, you know, deciding your own hours, how much you want to work every day, how do you want to prioritize your time between different things. And that is the challenge that all full-time writers face at some point or the other. Because, you know, all of a sudden we are, on, we are our own masters. There's no boss, there's no deadline. And that is something that, you know, I think the key to making that transition from being a part-time author to that being a full-time author is developing that discipline within yourself. That, you know, come rain or shine, you're going to sit down and write five pages today, the way, let's say, a Stephen King or a Jeffrey Archer. Right? So, sir, like, is there something that you would like to change about the writer's industry? Um, so, I will say this, that, you know, in terms of the industry, uh, there are more distractions now. And... Reading as a hobby, it's a lot more involved than watching, you know, watching content on the internet, you know, be it OTT streaming or YouTube or whatever. And I think that is sort of the challenge that writers are grappling with today. And but that is a challenge that has also been around since you know, forever. When movies came around, that was the same thing. When video games happened, that was the same thing. Now when OTT is happening, it's the same conversation that's going on. But I think that is sort of the challenge that we as a writers have to face. It's, you know, it's not really going away anywhere. So how do you write stories which are interesting enough, which are catchy enough, but at the same time, how do you also stay true to your craft? And I think that is something that, you know, a lot of people, at least in my view, where a lot of people struggle that, you know, there are stories that I want to tell, but these are also stories that I know, you know, will be less palatable to a wider audience or you know they have a very small audience and so a lot of people you know sort of start telling stories they know will sell but not necessarily the kind of stories they want to tell and you know that's it's you know it's a very complicated effect i will not say that you know it's there's just one party at fault or something like that you know, you know it's a it's a combination of forces it's the way the publishing industry works it's the way marketing works it's the way writing itself the writing process works so it's a confluence a lot of these forces but I do think that, you know, now India as a market is maturing as a reading market. Because, you know, till let's say maybe the 70s or the 80s, the market was, especially in English literature, the market was very limited. It was very limited to the intelligentsia and, you know, the kind of people that have had a college education or the people who have exposure to foreign writers. But I think since the turn of the millennium, when people like Chetan Bhagat and things like that, these guys came in and they made reading in English a lot more accessible. And I think, you know, the current generation or the current crop of writers is uh, depending a lot upon the groundwork that they laid in terms of establishing the industry and the tone that books, the popular books in the country take at the time. And I think that, you know, that's something uh, it's going to evolve over the next few years. It's going to be a very exciting time in writing and content in the next five or ten years for the country. Writing your novel, I believe that you must have gone through the phases where you had faced writer's block. So what did you do back then? And how did you like tackle it? So uh, it's, you know, it's sort of very interesting because it took me months to realize, you know, what the symptoms of my writer's block were. 
like you know i just sort of felt that you know i got busy with other things and that's why i was not right but like a year or two into the process when i like you know sat down and thought about all the times when i had fallen off the wagon i realized most of the time i was doing it because i wasn't sure where the story was going next or i wasn't happy with something that i had written before and i you know sort of written myself into a corner and i think that was the you know the click which made me write much more quicker after that because uh, once i had recognized it my entire process of breaking out of a writer's block was delete the last two paragraphs i've written or delete the last two chapters i've written because in nine times out of 10 cases it was only because you know i had written myself into a corner with a chapter and then that was not leading to the next point that i wanted to be in the story and once i had figured that out i think i finished off the first draft in maybe the next three or four months and uh, and but then that's the thing with writers work like different people deal with it very differently some people you know take a break some people just you know get it out on the paper and then you know go back and edit it multiple times so different writers have their own process for me the process is you know just go back delete everything you did the last week and start over again as a reader who is your favorite author and why oh god that's the most difficult question <laughs> um there are so many readers that you know i mean i think i will have to break it up into genres and then further into sub genres if i have to identify all my all my favorite writers but i think uh, going up you know, jk rowling was a very big influence on me because for me you know i think for most of the people in my generation that's where all of it started um but then you know as i grew up uh, i absolutely love jhumpa lahri's work i think you know i think she's absolutely brilliant i've i've read i've read everything she's ever written um i love the you know the old british comedy guys i love pichi wodhouse who was like a very big influence when i was plotting this book as well um then you know i love uh, douglas adams uh, which i guess guide to galaxy i think it's one of the smartest books ever written uh neil gaiman terry pratchett so these are the people that i you know follow a lot in the fantasy and the comedy kind of visions um over on this side you know um i think dan brown like so my next novel is going to be a thriller and for that uh, i think dan brown was a major influence i mean th- he gets a lot of flack on the you know on the forums and the message boards and all of that but i think the way that guy creates tension and the way that guy structures his chapters i don't think anyone has that down so precisely as a science than that guy does then uh, you know there's also a lot of uh, people here on the indian side for example uh, uh, who wrote asur i think it was anand nilkanthan anand nilkanthan i think he is an absolutely brilliant writer uh, chitra banerji palace of illusions again i think great uh, on the on the fantasy side i think uh, amish tripathi is doing brilliant work i mean the shiva trilogy was you know it absolutely blew me away just by how inventive and just how everything fresh sounded in that book so yeah i think that's like a very partial list of all the people that i love reading apparently you didn't want to disappoint any of your favorite writers so you i have disappointed <laughs> at least 200 of them right now <laughs> so so like um what are your plans after publishing your novel so, so like- right now you know i'm yeah um i'm just focused on like you know the promotion for this one at the moment and plus i've got my second one in the pipeline it's you know sort of i've completed the manuscript i'm done with the first revision now i'm sort of approaching publishers and uh, agents with that i'm hoping you know maybe by mid this time next year that would be out 
plus i have also started working on my follow up after that so i am like you know i've completed the second book i'm working on my third right now and um, i think you know this was something that uh, and a writer that i was speaking to was not my experience in the industry that's what he told me that you know your first three to five books that's where you are just building up your back catalog because when someone comes up and reads one of your books they're always going to go, go out there and want to see what else have you done and if they like your tone you know you need to have other material out from you in the market for them to sort of explore and plus you know these are all stories i have been working on for a long time so for now my focus is you know just writing as much as i can and making sure that i have found my voice and uh, i can communicate that well enough to someone who's picking up a book by me saying that you know this is the promise so you know brandon sanderson always talks about the promise so i want to crystallize my promise that you know if you pick up a book by siddhant shekhar this is what you can expect and from that point on you know not everything is for everyone so sort of you know finding the people who like what i do and then you know forming that connect connection and that you know that relationship with them that you have written web of lies if you could brief about what is it about what is the plot let me think right so web of lies uh, it's uh, in a lot of ways inspired by my time at delhi university and uh, it follows along with the life of six teenagers who are in college in delhi university and they are all sort of connected to each other and you know hence the name web of lies so you know they are all connected to each other uh, you know someone is friends with someone someone knows someone from school someone knows someone from an internship so the basic story goes along the lines of you know uh, the protagonist I, i don't think that has like one protagonist all six of them for me are protagonists here but the basic idea is that you know rohan the guy we start the book with he is in a relationship with annie and it's an unhappy relationship but he doesn't know how to break up so he calls up his best friend and he's like you know what you have to help me break up but that really goes for a toss because pratik the best friend falls in love with the girlfriend's best friend and his ex comes back into the picture and his ex's childhood friend is in love with her and that sort of you know i mean it's very bodhausian in tone where you know everything everyone wants something else and everyone's connected to someone everyone else so everything you do it you know blows up in like three different places and then there's a chain reaction from that so that was sort of the tone that i was going on it's you know it's a very fun book it's a it's a very light read and uh, when i started off i didn't want to you know start off with something very heavy and in those terms you know i wanted to start off with a romantic comedy because you know, i'm a, i'm a very big romantic comedy fan i think i've watched every major rom-com that has come out in at least the last 20 years so for me you know that was sort of my inspiration in for this book and i think you know it's anyone who's picking up this book to read it they'll have a fun time you know it's not a very heavy story but at the same time all the characters you know they feel like people that you know around yourself you know like that one awkward guy who can't catch a break or you know that one person who's like very driven and he knows exactly what they want and doesn't care about what happens in that process so i think yeah that's sort of the tone and that sort of the story that i was going for once it comes out maybe you know i think it's already out by now the time people are listening to it um, i hope you know i could have justified that uh, expectation that people have from the book and they'll have a good time reading it believe that whenever we have like more than one protagonist it's like really difficult to like um, see from their angle and uh, talk about their perspective because like whenever i read a novel and there are like more than one protagonist i believe like it's really difficult 
to like go into that personality and see yourself as that person and then write about it so like how did you do it yes that was that was extremely difficult i will not deny that at all um there were two sort of like you know techniques that i used to go about it first was i did not take the first person point of view because i realized that you know because i also have like you know there are three guys and three girls who are my protagonists and i realized that you know i didn't have the skill or the experience enough to justify writing in a first person point of view from a woman's character because you know it's just so far out of my experience so one of the techniques or you know one of the tricks or shortcuts that i took to move around that point was i wrote in third person omniscient and that sort of simplified a lot of things because you know i was not looking into someone's head because the second you start describing what's going on someone someone that their cadence their patterns of speech this the way they talk there's you know certain phrases that they use or you know exactly just how their experiences have shaped the way they think but uh, i sort of sidestepped a lot of those problems by doing this that was the first part of it but i think the second part of it was uh, because there were so many different characters uh, taking the third person omniscient sort of you know gives me a bird's eye view on all of them so i can describe what they are doing without going into the minutia very you know very uh, very uh, uh, very minutely or you know just sort of start splitting hairs about you know why exactly is this character talking like that so i think that was one of the ways i went about it but then at the same time you know when you are juggling different characters and especially where you know you don't have a primary and a secondary and a tertiary character for me you know, all of these people are primary characters so in those cases you know it's sort of even uh, justifying the way they think justifying the reason why they are taking certain actions i think that was the biggest challenge for me that you know when someone is reading they shouldn't feel like you know this just came out of left field this is not the kind of person who would do something like this so sort of you know taking those pauses and exploring someone's mental state i think that was a very big challenge and that was where most of my writers blocks were happening because i knew where what the character needed to do to move the story forward but i had to know how to get to get them to that point where you know if someone is taking an action they need to be a certain head space and they need to be thinking in a certain way to get to that point and yeah i think that was that was an incredibly difficult challenge for me as well so where can one find your book so uh, we are releasing on the 20th of june on almost all the major online retailers plus there will it will also be listed in certain retail locations across delhi and a few other major cities uh, we are still you know figuring out that exact list for the offer distribution but online you know i think uh, the link should be there somewhere in the description below so amazon flipkart uh, we are in the process of releasing the kindle as well to it so for now that's where you can get the book and plus if you live in you know if you live in delhi or if you live in uh, kolkata so i think some of the bookstores will also be carrying it so maybe you can ask around or if not you can you know ask you ask the local bookstore that you have to get a copy and we'll make it happen thank you so much sir for joining us and i, and I believe thank that you so much for having me a great hit Thank you so much for having me here. It was it was a very fun conversation.